You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The sooty, swirling logistics of fighting 2018's first major wildfire by Jordan Golson. By Jordan Golson. Just a few weeks into the 2018 fire season, any hopes that an ongoing drought and a winter of weak snowfall wouldn't wreak havoc are already toast. Fires are already popping up across Colorado, New Mexico, and west into Oregon and California. This year's season got off to a roaring start more than a month ago in Durango, Colorado, where the 416 fire has burned more than 50,000 acres in the San Juan National Forest. The burn started in a populated area and grew to cover huge swaths of ground in just a few days, but crews managed to contain the blaze and prevent the loss of any structures or life. And as the fire season picks up momentum, it's worth an examination of the techniques and tools firefighters use to fight back the flames. The 416 fire started on June 1st, early in the Colorado fire season, which turned out to be somewhat helpful. There are only so many firefighters, engines, planes, and helicopters to go around, and federal agencies must allocate them based on current and emerging threats to life and property. For a time, the Durango fire was the highest priority wildfire in the United States, and that means the crews fighting it got everything they needed, including the VLAT. When it comes to controlling a fire, aircraft are one of the most important tools in the arsenal. Whether it's helicopters dropping a few hundred gallons of water on a single burning tree, or enormous aircraft dropping tens of thousands of gallons of flame-suppressing chemicals at once, aircraft can change the tide of the fight. The rarest resource of all is the VLAT, or very large air tanker. Oftentimes, these are repurposed DC-10s with 11,600-gallon capacities, five times as much as a large air tanker, and they put on quite a show. They'll use it by time strategically, explains Deputy Chief Randy Black of Durango Fire and Rescue. They don't want to put crews in steep terrain at night. They'll bring one in and paint the line, and that can take care of it for the evening, That was the last aircraft to come in. Then, sometime the next afternoon, they started working that line. The red chemical mixture, or slurry, this aircraft dumps isn't actually meant to extinguish the flames. It's to push the fire out of the trees and down to the ground, says Black. They'll get it down to the ground, 
then do a burn-off from the line up to the fire and control it, create the line they want on their terms. The line is all important in battling wildfires, where the main tactic is cutting the flames off from the fuel they need to keep going. This part of the process looks like high-precision, high-speed landscaping. Twenty-man hand crews will use chainsaws, shovels, and a specialized tool called a pulaski to remove leaves, pine needles, and other sorts of fuel from a stretch of ground to create a barrier around the fire. If the fire is creeping along the ground, an 18-inch wide stretch of line just might be enough to stop it. Sometimes the best way to fight fire is, yes, with fire. A controlled burn can eat up the fuel the main fire needs to advance. By creating an area of black or burned-out ground, firefighters can control where the fire goes. You have actual line, then the black, leading up to the fire that's burning. Then you can mop up and make sure it's cold in the black area. You'll have a strong, reinforced line, and you're good, says Chief Black. Slurry bombers are working on slowing the fire and trying to control it to the point where it would be a line. Each unit relies on the other to work. A plane dropping slurry can't do much without crews on the ground reinforcing the drop. And those crews can't do anything if the fire is torching. Jumping from tree to tree high above the ground. The logistics are daunting, especially when aircraft are involved. It can take hours for a DC-10 to return to base refuel, refill with slurry, and then get back to the fire. In Durango, the plane needs to go back to Colorado Springs, which takes at least a two-and-a-half-hour turnaround time. An aerial attack team must coordinate all of the assets at hand to best fight the fire. Vlats, helicopters, heavy tankers, single-engine air tankers, ground crews, all to steer and manage the fire as best they can. That's the science coming out of the command team, the fire behavior analysts and meteorologists, says Black. Here's what the weather is. Tactically, do this, then do this at this time. They have all this fuel modeling software and engineers. It's not two 1970s Forest Services dudes sitting up in a tower there hoping this works. It's a calculated scientific process. And when the fire season roars in, you just hope it's enough. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.